Hey Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney. Well, hello, welcome back, Married Sherry. Married Sherry's back. Sherry. Congratulations. Thank you. I missed you guys. I listened to the podcast when I was out and I appreciated the shout out. It made me miss you guys. I felt like I was talking to myself as you were talking about the news. I was like, ah, yes. Like, wait, no, I'm not being recorded right now. Well, your hair, your dress, your face, your flowers. Oh, thank Perfect. you. Thank yes. you so much. I felt like a Disney princess. <laughs> you were. Oh my gosh. You were. Yeah, you are. Ah, and you are Disney princes. Aww. Yeah, that, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So down to the Disney. What have you guys been up to? I actually, over the weekend, I watched This Is Me Pride Celebration. Yes. Oh, so fantastic. Oh God. Shout outs to our friends Nina West, mm-hmm. Jackie Cox, Todrick, Frankie Rodriguez, who was on the pod. It was a festival of people that we love. Fun. Well, I watched Wolfgang on Disney Ooh, Plus. Yummy. Beautiful, delicious, and fascinating is my official mm. review. I like that. <laughs> Three words. Perfect. Well, I started rewatching The Proud Family on Disney Plus. Let me tell you. For the new uh, season. Can't wait. Can't wait. I mean, usually I do the skip intro button, you know, for all of these series, but not for The Proud Family because that theme song slaps. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. We've got a lot of news and hopefully everyone will stick around because Andrew Barthelman is on the show. We love him in high school musical, the musical, the series, but he is a Disney fan that, I I mean, I would say that if you combined all of us, his Disney fandom is still greater. Wow. It's epic and so lovely and charming and has some of the best answers, some of the deepest cuts. So stay (laughs) tuned for that as well as some scoop on the show, as well as a little bit of Ratatouille, the TikTok musical info. And speaking of one of Andrew Barth Feldman's favorite places, Walt Disney World Resort, the Disney Parks blog just revealed the new look that the rooms at Disney's Contemporary Resort will have. A little mid-century modern, a little bit of an incredible theme to them. So cool. So cool. And it's one of my very, very favorite hotels. It's where my DVC unit is. So um, they like tower. So that's my home. So (laughs) cannot wait to see it the next time I visit. In gaming news, Yoho, Yoho, Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's <laughs> Life. Disney is collaborating with Rare and Xbox for the new game, Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life. It is a game. It is something that you play. I assume there's a console <laughs> involved, probably a screen. You so can definitely. Yes, <laughs> allegedly. I feel like I'm reporting on sports. Um <laughs> But you can read all about it on the Disney Parks blog because it actually, the visuals look amazing. So if you are a Pirates fan, you get the treasure room, the ship battle, the jail scene featuring the dog holding the keys to freedom, of course. So check it out with our friends over at the Disney Parks blog. Well, speaking of keys, we're giving out keys to the kingdom, you guys. Make way for the Disney Magic Makers. We're picking, oh, I know. We're picking 50 nominees whose inspirational acts of Kindness, compassion, and creativity 
best exemplified the values of a Disney magic maker to win a trip to Walt Disney World Resort to join celebrations for the resort's 50th anniversary. So now through October 1st, we can nominate a special person for the Disney Magic Makers contest by visiting DisneyMagicMakers.com. This seems like a commercial. Fun. Fun, is that? I feel like I would nominate both of you if only we were nominatable. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And real quick here, an addendum. Disney is also donating a total $400,000 among four nonprofits, including Make-A-Wish and the Starlight Children's Foundation. Well, in magical news across the sea, the What is Love Disney Princess exhibit just opened last week in Japan and will be touring nationwide. The brand new exhibition opened in Tokyo. It highlights the stories of 12 Disney princesses. It's part of the Ultimate Princess Celebration, which we've talked about on the pod before. Does it have video, you might be asking yourself? Yes, it does. Does it have digital technology? Yes. Does it have music? Yes. Does it even have fragrance? Yes, you can explore the stories of all your favorite princesses. I am most intrigued by this fragrance portion of it. So guests are going to enjoy the scents and the sounds inspired by the princesses in one area of the exhibit, featuring original fragrances that were created based on the images of seven princesses. How sweet it is. How sweet it is. I feel like if I were... If I were a Disney princess, if I, I'm just going to keep going with this theme. <laughs> if I had my own fragrance, I feel like it'd smell like churros, maybe. Mm. <laughs> the churro I princess. Can never go wrong with churros. There are some really, <laughs> really beautiful photos of the exhibit, too, that are up at d23.com. Yes. If you want to get a look at that. Well, some people think that Friday the 13th is unlucky, but Disney Channel says it is fun lucky. I was going to try to come up with a pun, but they already did it for me. (laughs) On Friday, August 13th, Disney Channel is going to be premiering Spin, which is about an an Indian American teen who discovers her passion for creating and producing beat-driven music um, that blends South Asian culture with the world around her. Descendants, the Royal Wedding, which is the animated continuation of Mal and Ben on their wedding day and all our favorite V kids and Disney's magic bake-off Sherry. Speaking of churros, (gasps) the unscripted competitive baking show co-hosted by Andrew Barth Feldman's pal from high school musical, the musical, the series, Dara Renee and Isaac Ryan Brown. So a lot debuting on a very uh, lucky Friday the 13th. Well, turning to trailer news, what a treat this week, everybody. The first trailers are out for the new series, Only Murders in the Building, and for Turner and Hooch. And the second trailer was released for Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. So Only Murders in the Building is a murder mystery starring Disney legend Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. That's coming to Hulu on August 31st. Turner and Hooch stars Josh Peck coming to Disney Plus on July 21st. And of course, Marvel's Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, opens in theaters September 3rd. Mark your calendars, everybody. Yes. In more trailer news, National Geographic documentary released an official trailer and key art for the Disney Plus film Playing with Sharks, which we've brought up on the podcast before. In the film, we get to see some truly remarkable underwater archival footage, along with interviews with Valerie Taylor herself. She is this daring ocean explorer, and we get to see her trajectory from champion spearfisher to passionate shark protector. I mean, yes, obviously the sharks are magnificent creatures. Underwater footage 
stunning. But what I was really into in the trailer is Valerie's retro scuba diving aesthetic. Yes, I love the pink scuba suit. (laughs) And it seems like whatever scuba suit she's wearing, she has a matching ribbon in her hair, which I I mean, the detail, incredible. She's super on point. (laughs) Super on point. So check out Playing With Sharks premiering on Disney Plus Friday, July 23rd. Woohoo! But you know what's coming sooner? July 22nd? Yes. And also, <laughs> five fantastic things to watch this weekend. Yeah. Courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For complete details, visit D23.com. Jeffrey, what's up first? Well, up first is the 35th anniversary of The Great Mouse Detective on Ooh. Friday, July 2nd. And what better way to celebrate than by watching it on Disney Plus? So, very excited to see Basil Baker Street. And I'd like to watch him foil Radigan. There you go. Well, also on Friday, July 2nd, add this to your lineup. You could stay right there on Disney Plus. The Sandlot is going to be added to the library. I loved this movie Aww. growing up. It's so nostalgic for me. Yes. If you haven't seen it, get ready for a throwback from the 90s to the 60s. Set in the 60s, made in the 90s. <laughs> Math is hard. Math is hard. <laughs> watching it in the 2020s. <laughs> Well, speaking of throwbacks, Summer of Soul premieres Friday, July 2nd on Hulu. It's a documentary feature, which includes never-before-seen concert performances by Steve Wonder, Ina Simone, Sly and the Family Stone, Gladys Knight, and so much more. This is a do not miss. I've been looking forward to this one all year. Mm. And what better way to set off some fireworks than with a marvelous 4th of July movie marathon starting on Saturday, July 3rd, and then continuing on July 4th on FX. It is a whole lot of Marvel. They've got X-Men, Days of Future Past, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America, the first Avenger, and Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So a lot of Marvel magic coming to FX. Love it. Wow. And to cap off 4th of July weekend, why not check out The Simpsons Guide to America on what better day than the 4th of July? (laughs) Sunday, starting at 12 p.m. Eastern on FXX. You can celebrate America's birthday with all your favorite Simpsons as they travel from sea to three-eyed fish-filled sea this holiday weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on to today's guest who has a pretty incredible story. In 2018, his sophomore year in high school, he won Best Actor at the Jimmy Awards, which are essentially the equivalent of the Tony Awards for high school students. Five minutes later, at the age of 16, he made his Broadway debut in the title role in Dear Evan Hansen. During the pandemic, he took part in a little phenomenon called Ratatouille, the TikTok musical as Linguini. And right now you can catch him on Disney Plus as Antoine, the potentially duplicitous French exchange student in High School Musical, the musical, the series. He's also a massive Disney fan and drumroll, please, a D23 Gold member. Welcome to the show, Andrew Barth Feldman. Thank you so much for having me. This is huge for me. This is amazing. You may be, I think, our second D23 Gold member guest that I'm aware of. I think Ashley Eckstein was the mm-hmm. first. But I don't. Oh, and maybe maybe Brett Iwin. All right. I'm, I'm trying to think of others who may also have been members. But Great you know, legacy, though. Great lineup is. to be joining. Okay, so I think what everyone wants to know is, when did you become a D23 Gold member and how did you hear about D23? I've been a D23 Gold member for a long time. I remember it was some birthday. I feel like it was my 13th or 14th birthday that I got the Gold membership. And then we renewed it to be the family membership, I think, last year or two years ago. I don't even remember really why, but I mean, obviously, all the materials that we get are so great. We never got to go to the expo. I plan on going to the expo 
but how I heard about it, I think it's just because I've for so much of my life, I've been so submerged in Disney and, and all that it is that it, it, at some point it becomes kind of unavoidable. I think that, that you start hearing whispers about it and it's the best. Oh, we agree. <laughs> you didn't, weren't able to go to the expo though. 2022 yes. is, you know, I'm desperate um, to go. It's I gotta go. We're working hard on it. Were you able to go to any other D23 events or experiences up in the East Coast? No, we've got to do some online stuff, but even that, we it's mostly just we love the stuff that we get. The magazines are so, so great. Always have articles that we keep revisiting. Yes, and bookmarking. And I mean, this year, the theme has been really good to us. And listeners, I just, since we're on a Zoom, and sorry, you're not, but I just showed him the lunchbox that's in the fantastic D23 member collector set this year, so. The best. <laughs> Well, Jeffrey, I normally would never, ever move you along from anything D23, but we must get to High School Musical, the musical, the series. Antoine, I can't yeah. quite tell whose side he's on. Will we find <laughs> out? Please tell us everything. It will be, uh, oh man, whose side is he on? I mean, he's definitely, you know, Team North. He's definitely Nor North High Hornets all the way. But there is... To an extent, I think he could be very uh, fluid and he's just here to have a good time. He's here to shake things up, both as a character and his place in the story and also just who this character is. I think what I'm realizing is shining through a lot is how extremely delighted I, Andrew Bart Feldman, was to be there and be on that set with all those people. I, th I think that there he seems a bit more uh, ambiguous in that I was so excited and I think it's going to continue in the future as he starts to interact with the Wildcats more. There's definitely a lot of challenge being thrown, but of course, like I, Andrew, was freaking out. I was so excited. <laughs> okay, more importantly, will you sing more? Because the tease yes. from the mob song was not <laughs> enough. I don't know. The mob song is Antoine's really, uh, his big moment this season, but uh, we'll see what the future holds. For Antoine, uh, I think he's used the perfect amount this season because if he's there too much, you get tired of his whole deal. I think he's used like, especially in episode six, which is like, there's a lot of sort of heavy, really emotional moments. I mean, you know, shout out to Sophia Wiley for being so brilliant, but I'm happy to be able to provide just pure ridiculousness and, and levity for a couple moments there. Well, you've got to tell us how you got cast in this series too. It's kind of a crazy story, actually. I think I had just booked Dear Evan Hansen, but I did the like general Disney Channel audition that they have people do who they're interested in. Uh, and it'll literally just be like sides from some Disney Channel show six years ago. I don't even remember what it was. And if they like you, then they put you in a file that like will determine like what your place is. I think they wanted me to audition for season one is what I heard later from my agent, but she didn't even tell me because I had already committed to doing Dear Evan Hansen. But when the show started coming out in season one, I was obsessed, like staying up till 3 a.m. to watch it, watching it over and over. I've seen every episode at least 10 times, I, like obsessed, obsessed. <laughs> and so I texted okay. my, my agent uh, and I was like, is this a terrible idea for me to try to be on the show or is that something that I should try to do? And she was like, let me make a call. Uh, and she called the Disney folks and they said, well, we haven't written it yet, but we really like Andrew. We're still writing the season. We'll keep him in mind. And then weeks go by and I don't hear anything. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And finally I get an audition tape for this character, Antoine, who then had a different name actually, but, but Antoine. And I later found out that they didn't have anyone else uh, tape for it. And that they wrote this character with me in mind. 
uh, which is incredible. I don't know where they decided that the kid who was Evan Hansen should then go on to play this zany, like conniving French exchange student. It couldn't be better. Like it could not be a better fit for me and, and more comfortable for me to fit into this world in this exact way. So I'm really, really happy. That's amazing. We know that you're friends with cast member Larry Saperstein. Yeah. And you knew him presumably before all of this. So what was it like getting to work with friends and what was it like filming, especially when the whole world was shut down? It was amazing. Kind of all of those things. Larry and I became friends sort of through Twitter because he knew who I was and I knew who he was because of the show. And we met up a few times, but then during the pandemic, I started this thing called the party line, which was a zoom that I would open literally every night. And whoever wanted to come could come. We did it every single night for six months, for hours, just talking and staying connected. And it's the thing that kept me sane throughout the whole pandemic. And Larry was very much a a frequent guest. So he and I became really, really close there, even though we were pretty close before. So to share that experience together and, and have such like an important place in each other's lives for this crazy, crazy year to then get to shoot this together and, and have, you know, these moments and these scenes together, this little rivalry we have, it's amazing. Not to mention, I, I got to become really close with everyone else in the cast. I, I had met a couple of them before. Olivia Rodrigo had come to see me and Jordan Hansen. Actually, a bunch of the cast did, but I only got to meet Olivia. So we knew each other and I had reached out to a lot of people and, and now I, I'm really close with a lot of them. So it was the greatest gift that these people just happen to be so kind and down to earth. Wonderful. Yeah. You'd think with with young actors with this level of success, you'd think there'd be like so much ego, but there really isn't. It, everyone's just such a huge family. And then in terms of COVID, I mean, I didn't have anything to compare it to. This is my first TV job, so I loved it. I, I, I you know, all the restrictions and things like that. I, I don't know what it's like without it. I can't wait to find out and hopefully feel freer. But I, I didn't feel inhibited at all. That's like awesome. summer camp. Exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. So during the pandemic, you starred as Linguini in Ratatouille, the TikTok musical. How did you end up in the project? Yeah, that's another weird. Th- I don't have uh, things that happen to me that don't have weird stories. Nothing happens normally to me. But We're all I, about weird stories. <laughs> my good friend, Nathan Fossbinder, who is a composer and a friend of mine texted me saying, if I wrote a song for this Ratatouille musical, would you sing it and make a TikTok? And I was in Salt Lake when he texted me that I was filming High School Musical. I was really busy. It would have been so easy for me to say, I'm sorry, I don't have the time right now because I'm not even really huge on TikTok. I didn't know too much about the Ratatouille movement. So I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll do it. Of course, I went home. I filmed it the first night I got home. It was easy, done. I didn't even think about it for weeks until the next time I was in Salt Lake City shooting High School Musical and I got an email from my contact at the Actors Fund, Douglas Ramirez, uh, with the subject line said, Ratatouzical. And the body of the email said, I'm assuming the subject line caught your eye. Can I call you? That was it. And, you know, Kevin Chamberlain, who played Gusto and I, we were the first people asked because we made TikToks and we had our feet in both worlds. And it really shows how much the producers valued the movement and wanted the, the, the TikTok movement to be at the forefront of this whole thing. So it was a huge honor and it was so much fun. You know, I was listening to Ratatouille, the TikTok musical. I had to actually pause and look who did the voice in the movie because I have to call out you are like five when the movie came out probably yeah I was uh I was four yeah I was yeah. four years old but you sounded so much like Blue Romano it was eerie so how did you, you capture that voice it was actually a very strange thing that happened I've been told that I look like the character Linguini for years but then I was filming this TikTok 
And there were just these like consonants that he hits really hard that like on command little chef, it was just easy for me to like get my mouth around. And I was like, I think I'm, this is maybe too easy for me to like yeah. slip into. I was kind of like in that moment, making the TikTok, not knowing what was going to come. I was like, I think I was born to play this role um, in this really weird way. But then I was able to just kind of maintain that. But literally what I was doing when I was filming at the actual musical was I was watching the clip of the movie and then just going and filming it right after. I would watch the clip of whatever scene I was sort of was being adapted. And it, yeah, it just came very naturally to me. But yeah, he I mean, he's such a specific way of getting around his consonants that it was just kind of easy for me to, I didn't even have to think about it, which was weird, eerie. Awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so we have to talk for a moment about Park Map, your cabaret show. Yes. We don't normally talk about non-officialist Disney projects, but since you're clearly liberally using RIP, <laughs> we just need to hear about, just want to make sure, you know, clearances, permissions. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You absolutely. know. Yeah, I would not do it in a non-cabaret house, but since it's dinner theater, I'm like, I think I'm fine. Yeah, Park Map is just, it's me talking about the Disney parks and how important they are to me and just kind of getting into history while singing uh, some Disney songs, some of my own original songs, some just like classic rock songs and things like that. It's kind of a whole mishmash, but there are points in the show that I'm, is maybe the thing I'm most nervous about, but also the thing I'm most comfortable with. I literally pick a name of a Disney attraction out of a hat that someone in the audience will be putting in. I have 30 seconds to just tell the history of it, uh, which is a real test of my uh, capabilities. It's uh, the biggest love letter I could possibly write to, to Disney and all things Disney. I mean, the history, I'm going to feel like we're going to need to have a Walt Disney archivist in the audience every night to be like, mm, I know, no, no, no. Okay, the I know, Disney I, I, A to Z. I thought about having a moment at the end of the show. I'm like, does anyone want to correct anything that I said tonight? Because I could totally be wrong. And I think I know when I may be wrong. So I feel like I'll be like, this could be wrong, but I think it was 1985 that General Electric stopped sponsoring the Carousel of Progress. You know, things like that, where I'm like, I could be wrong about this. I'm just going to throw this out there. But it's a love letter to Disney. It's a, it's a love letter to my mom, who it was really our, our special thing that we'd go every year together until she passed a couple of years ago. But it's a love letter to growing up with this and, and what that means and what it means to grow up really at all. I'm very excited. It's very silly too. So. I love that. Well, you and I will definitely offline about Park Mac because literally the venue or where you're at is just blocks from my apartment here. I know it's so. perfect. Yeah, please, please come. But I noticed the description of the show also mentions, I'm pulling it up here, quote, a discussion about Superstar Limo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what funny, a tease. I, I said I was going to do that and I haven't written Superstar Limo in yet, but it is going to come up. I'm almost positive it will come up. The show is like going to be different every time. So there'll be some Superstar Limo discussion for sure. I mean, that's a deep cut. I know, I, it's, it's a lot of deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> so I happened to read an interview where when asked what stage you wanted to perform on most, you said, and fellow Disney geeks listening, please prepare yourself. First choice was the Carousel of Progress stage. The second choice is the Fantasmic Amphitheater at Disney's yes. Hollywood Studios. There's a lot to unpack there. Okay. I, I think my first question is, since you're so eager to perform on the stage of the Carousel of Progress, which character would you perform? Wow. I mean... I mean, you can't get on the stage and not be a part of the show, Andrew. You what, can't just my, like, be my... like, do your own cabaret there. My like bucket list item that I don't think, I think this is something I will genuinely never accomplish unless I can really pull some strings. But I want to be on stage, the Carousel of Progress stage while the Carousel of Progress is happening. 
like just sitting next to the dad and being like, yeah, I hear you. These are crazy times. These <laughs> 1930s. You know, like that's, that's a huge dream of mine. I mean, the dad is a role of a lifetime, but probably I'd want to be Orville. I think I'd want to be Orville because I could, there's <laughs> no a lot privacy of privacy here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something you can really dig your teeth into. There's so much room there. I think he should have the next like live action origin story. Oh, uh, it should be Orville. Yeah, of the Carousel of Progress. I like it. Thank I you. Like I'm, I'm super I'll, in. I'll pitch it around. I'm glad. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I got. That's what I got no. Carousel of Progress wise. <laughs> that is an excellent answer. Thank you very much. And because if I don't ask it, we all know Jeffrey will. Have you been on a Disney cruise? I have. I've done, I think, the fantasy twice. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. I've had some serious experiences, actually, because the, the last time I went, I was just about to be too old for the teen clubs, I think. So I was at, <laughs> I was like three days. I think it was the vibe. I think it's called. I had an amazing time. We had this color war that, that they'll have as part of the schedule. This like color war where there are two teams and I kind of very much like inserted myself as the unofficial team captain of the like villains team. And I think our motto was it's TikTok o'clock, I think, which is nothing. That's a nothing motto. Then I'd go meet my mom for dinner after and she'd be like, how was your day? And I'd be like, oh, it was good. Not really mention it. And some kid would come up and be like, hey, it's TikTok o'clock. And I'm like, you know it. Like I was living this whole double <laughs> life on the Disney cruise. And on the last day, some kid who I had not talked to the entire time comes up and he goes, I'm going to miss you. You were a good meme. And that's the meme. highest compliment I've ever received in my <laughs> life that I made that much of an impression. Yeah, I very much, I took up a lot of space in the vibe club on the Disney fantasy. I had gone when I was younger and gotten to do like the Oceaneers Club and all that stuff, which is like probably my favorite place ever. It's perfect. It's incredible. And with the new Star Wars expansions and stuff too, and everything they're doing on, on the Wish, it looks incredible. I'm like desperate to, to get on the Wish. Yeah, us too. Tony has been <laughs> lobbying for uh, Inside Disney at Sea. I was episode. trying to keep it together, but we are lobbying for a D23 Inside Disney at Sea here. That sounds pod, amazing. I'll so. push for that. That sounds Thank incredible. You. Perhaps you can be a guest on that show. We can make it all happen. I would love that. There we you go. heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Oh my goodness. Well, Andrew, when we have guests on the pod who love Disney as much as we do on the show, we'd like to ask them a few Disney favorites. And since you're a professional Disney fan, we may go a little deep here, but get ready. Let's do we'll it. Start easy here. I'm ready. Uh, give us your favorite animated Disney movie. If we're counting Pixar, the answer is onward, but I'm assuming we're not counting Pixar. So. No, that'll be the next one, but you've just answered okay. the second question. Great. I skipped. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Stop getting ahead of us. I mean, um, my favorite. <laughs> oh man, that really is tough. I know you said it was easy, but it's not. I think maybe the answer is Tangled. I think the answer might be Tangled. Ooh, good one. So Tangled and and now we know Onward. So we've hit, yes. because, okay, so now we're going to move on to a non-animated favorite Marvel movie. Wow. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, excellent choice. Thank you very much. Yeah, one of my favorite movies, actually. I had to remember, because it's such a vast, nebulous universe. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Totally. Uh, moving along here, your favorite Star Wars movie? Episode five, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, wow. I love them all. I, I Rogue One, I think, is maybe the best one. But mm. episode five has a really special place in my heart. I'm excited for the Cassian Andor spinoff. I know, me too. I'm very excited about that. 
Mandalorian is just incredible. Uh, yeah, that finale of season two. Unbelievable. I cried so much. <laughs> How about favorite Disney theme park? So I've never been to Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay. If well, I had, you need to fix that immediately. I know. My brother has. My brother went when I was doing Dear Evan Hansen. I am desperate, desperate to go. And if I had been there, the answer would be Tokyo Disney Sea. And in concept, the answer is Tokyo Disney Sea. In practice, the answer is probably Epcot. Me too, but you're a little young to sample the cocktails around the world. So this is true. I'm very. It's for, uh... it's for the the whole vibe. I mean, I love Figment first of all, but like every Future World, I know it's all changing now. But the pendulum is swinging toward Hollywood Studios more and more every day. But Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I haven't been. I haven't been on Runaway Railway yet. That's going to change things. But... Favorite Disney song. My friend Alex Bonio and I just ranked all the Oscar nominated. Disney songs. We just rank them all. Incredible. The top was Beauty and the Beast. But I think my personal favorite is either Go the Distance or Part of Your World, but also I maybe can't stick to that. Friends on the Other Side also is oh, very, very Ooh. I can I could just keep going. So I gotta I feel like I gotta <laughs> stop. But that's the most difficult pick of all time. Favorite theme park attraction based on a movie. Whoa. I told right, you we were going to get right. a little deep because we've got a lot of these questions and because yeah. we're going to have extra time. I'm just going to keep coming up with just more. keep gay. Just keep going. This is my favorite thing to do ever. <laughs> favorite theme park attraction based on a movie. The first thing that's coming to mind. Well, it's not a movie, but I was going to say Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, but based on an intellectual property. All right. Um, we, that, but, we'll count that. It's excellent. Okay, great. Then I think I think I'll. But also Rise of the Resistance, obviously. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there. Those are my answers. Okay. Okay. We, you know, you can keep bringing it on. It's really already... tough. Favorite theme park attraction that is not based on a movie. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride. Favorite attraction of all time. Which I can one? do a full hour on Haunted Mansion. My favorite. I, Disneyland's probably my favorite. We have a Hatbox Ghost here. I know we don't have the Hatbox Ghost, but also Phantom Manor. I think is fantastic, mm. and I've never done Mystic Manor. But if I did, I'd lose my mind. I have never done Mystic Manor either. It's the only park I haven't been to. But Phantom Manor is pretty amazing, especially they redid it a couple of years ago and it's super cool. I love Phantom Manor. I've been to Paris Park twice, but I think I've only done Phantom Manor once. Because last time when it was around Christmas and you could not even move uh, around the park. We only got to do Hyperspace Mountain, I think, which was amazing. Favorite Disney coaster? I guess my favorite active Disney coaster is probably Hyperspace Mountain at Disneyland Paris. But when I did Space Mountain Mission 2, was was very much uh, up here. But I also obviously love Rock and Roller Coaster and I'm very excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Switching gears a little bit, your favorite Disney resort. Whoa. Art of Animation. Art of Animation is my favorite. Yes. Really? Okay. I love a good theme. And obviously all the resorts are themed, but that goes heavy on the theming. And I love some heavy theming. It's so we don't we, there. we stayed there a couple times. It's so whimsical. We stayed in Lion King and Nemo, I think. Or maybe just like, I don't remember. But that's what I always tell people because it's like not as expensive as contemporary and, and you know, those sorts, which is usually where we'll end up staying because we love the accessibility and obviously how nice it is. I could go on for hours, but I think Guard of <laughs> Animation is, is my answer I'll stick with. All right. I mean, I love the, the decor. I'm yeah. a big fan, especially the cars area because they did such a good yes. job. I think it looks very much like Radiator Springs here. So it's, it's very uh, easy. Very cool. I'm a contemporary person myself. 
Totally, totally great answer. I Sorry, have to I jump in DC. and say I'm a Polynesian person. Also, that's probably only because me. simply because of the access, the easy access to Dole Whip. Oh, yes. Yeah. You get Dole Whip and the park. I mean, I mean, it's <laughs> yes. right. You know, hop on the monorail. You're there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or walk if you're ambitious. Absolutely. And the new rooms opening later this summer. Cannot wait. The They're Moana rooms. Yeah, they look yeah, amazing. So cool. My favorite question. Favorite Disney restaurant. For ambiance. I'm going to say Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen. Wow. Okay. I, again, love a good theme. And I love so the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. So a little taste of that is great. Very excited for the renovations on Jungle Cruise. I think the best food I've ever had in Disney is Monsieur Paul at the mm. France Pavilion. Also love Teppanito. Also love Blue Bayou. Those are my, that, those are my picks. Wow. Incredible nice. picks. Favorite Disney Parks snack? This is like a weird answer. French fries. I love French fries in Disney World. French fries. From any particular? You know, get, get some ketchup, get some honey mustard in there, but just like regular fries that you can get at like any of the quick service restaurants. Always go for the fries is what I always do. Obviously Dole Whip, obviously like Mickey Bar, but that's my answer, French fries. I like walking around in the hot sun and then finally sitting down with a Coke and some fries and like a burger at like Cosmic Rays is the best. Mm. Cosmic Rays is where it's at, you guys. Yes, the dulcet tones of Sunny Eclipse in the background are the best. The best. He is amazing. Yes, he is. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, so we're going to do some this or that. I'm going to come up with them as quickly as I possibly can, and you just go with whatever comes into your head. Perfect. Space Mountain or Splash Mountain? Space Mountain. Jungle Cruise or Disney Cruise? Disney Cruise, as of now. (laughs) Okay, fair. Pirates of the Caribbean, the attraction. Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie. The attraction. Changed everything. The attraction. Okay. Captain America or Captain Marvel? Captain America. Let's see. Lilo or Stitch? Stitch. Love Stitch. He's one of my favorites ever. Hey, hey, or Pua? Pua. (gasps) That is the wrong answer. Oh my gosh, a crime has been committed. (laughs) (laughs) Pua's so cute. We think our dog looks like Pua. My family, we, we call him Pula sometimes. Dead to me. Cinderella Castle, <laughs> Sleeping Beauty Castle. Cinderella Castle. Come on. Oh, okay. I think about this every day. <laughs> okay. Going down the bayou or blue bayou? Ooh. Ugh. That's very hard. A song versus a restaurant, but I'm Yeah, fine. but it's I'm a sure. really good question. <laughs> I'm going to say going down the bayou. The song makes me feel so good every time. I think they should play going down the bayou and blue bayou. I like that. Bell or Ariel? Oh my God, how dare you? <laughs> Ariel, oh my God. That, that was the hardest one you could have said. Oh, I'm, I'm glad it's, you know, I like this. <laughs> Kermit or Piggy? Kermit. Miss Piggy will be tweeting you in about three, I know, I, I know. That's the goal. <laughs> I can't make Miss Piggy angry enough to tweet at me. I don't like love social media. I tried to stay off it. So I have everyone muted on Twitter except for all of the Muppets. Oh, Porg or Ewok? Ewok. Bruni or Pascal? Oh, wow. <laughs> Literally just looking around my room. It's so, <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> Bruni or Pascal? Pascal. I'm going to say Pascal, but that's really hard. That's a solid choice. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love Bruni, though. I really love Bruni. Chip, Dale, or Clarice? Chip. And here's oh. why. Chip in Goofy's Kitchen fed me my first strawberry that I ever ate. 
This is true. My mom was like, Chip, Andrew will need a strawberry. And Chip put a strawberry on a fork and airplaned it. And I just opened my mouth and I ate that. If Chip puts something on a fork and he feeds it to you, you're going to eat it. Now that you've explained it, it's very different than when you said it in my brain, the way I imagined it. And I'm much happier with the actual version. The other with one- With the real story, yeah. Sort of got me. I was a little like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> Cruella or Mal- Maleficent? Ooh. Cruella, oh. Cruella, Cruella. I love Cruella. Ooh. I saw it twice in theaters. I love Cruella. Wow, twice in theaters. That's like- I a- know, I had to take my- I went with my girlfriend and then I went with my brother pretty much immediately after. And we like went home and watched 101 Dalmatians. We did the whole, we were so in on Cruella. I love what they did with Cruella and especially with uh, the Anita and Roger. Yes. Throwback or piece. Delightful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey shaped pretzel or Mickey shaped ice cream bar? Pretzel. Solid answer. I'm lactose intolerant. So it really (laughs) messed with my tummy. So, ooh, monorail versus Skyliner. Oh, good one, Jeffrey. Again, I'm big on theme. So I, I think I might say Skyliner. The characters delight me to no end. Wondering who you're going to get is so great, but I love the monorail. Changed transportation forever. Our pal Bob Gurr. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now I'll wait for the ones that don't have anything because I, well, I like the ones from the outside. I like to see them. I prefer the amazing, pristine view that you get when you don't have the characters on your on Sure. Your oh, that's a good point. I'm very uh, like that. <laughs> Mark Twain or the Columbia? Wow. I'm going to go Mark Twain. I'm going to go Mark Twain. It's classic. We will bring it home. We end every interview, Andrew, with the one and only, please give us your favorite Disney memory. I've, I've had to think about this a lot recently because, you know, as we've been talking about Park Map, it's like, what stories do I have? Um, Out of everything a- we've talked about, this interview. And everything we haven't talked about. I and mean, everything we like, haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So much. <laughs> I mean, there are so many memories that are just so deeply meaningful to me. Like, I, I'll never forget the first time doing Rise of the Resistance. That was, mm. you know, but I, I think uh, probably my favorite story, this, this is a bit of a, a convoluted thread, but I think it's it's worth it, was my mom heard about the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique when I was like, I was probably like nine or 10. And she was like, we're going to go. And I was like, are you sure it's not like just for girls? And she's like, no, of course not. It's going to be great. And I show up and they're like, do you want to be a prince or a pirate? And I was like, um, I'll be a, I'll choose prince. And they just kind of like put gel in my hair and then like sparkles in my hair. And they're like, now you're a prince. I was like, okay, great. And I think that that's the reason why the Pirates League exists. And that's where I'm going with the story because I did the, I used to love the Pirates League. I would do it every trip. And there's this photo of me. I'm full skeleton. Like I'm full skeleton garb. My face, I don't look like a person. I look like a puppet. That night I was still in full pirate garb, skeleton face. And we were doing the bikes on the boardwalk. I was just like sitting in the back and some women, I was, again, I was like 10 or 11. Some women came over and they were like, can we take a, can we take a picture with you? And my mom was like, um, yeah, yeah, sure. And they sit down next to me and I turn to them and I go, hi. And they like freak out because they thought I was like a stuffed animal or something. <laughs> And, oh my goodness. But they paid. They paid like a dollar. They gave my mom or my brother or whoever like a dollar. And I so I made my first dollar being a pirate in Walt Disney World on the boardwalk because some like 30-year-old women wanted to take a picture with me. <laughs> that is insane. That is I, love, like, I love that story. That is, so good. It's a great story. <laughs> well, thank you, Andrew. I've so happy that you were able to join us and make this happen. And thank you for being a D23 member, of course. Yeah. 
Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for having me. This was like, this is the thing I was most excited about today with all the all the presentations. Thank you guys so much yes. for having me. This was so fun. Awesome. Well, congratulations. We look forward to hopefully seeing you on season three of the show and in many other Disney things. I feel like we're putting it out there that you're like all Disney comes to you now. That would be great. That sounds <laughs> amazing. Whoever's working on this Magic Kingdoms franchise for Disney Plus, let me sweep the floors or something. Just I gotta, I gotta be there for that. But yeah, I thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. Guys, I literally could have just gone through more Disney favorites with Andrew like for, for hours. He yes. had, and his answers what are so talent. good. I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.